0: First You Think is a not-for-profit ministry of the First Unitarian Church of Des Moines. Support us at ucdsm.org today. August 28th. 1963, from the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, the defining moment of the civil rights movement. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. began to speak. It was hot and sweat stood out on his forehead. He raised his voice at the mic to be heard by over 250,000 civil rights supporters. As he neared the end of his speech, vocalist Mahalia Jackson called out in her beautiful voice, tell them about the dream, Martin. And he hesitated for no more than a second. And then he put his prepared notes to the side and went off script. I have a dream today, he said. I have a dream that one day every valley will be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain and the crooked places made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. With this faith, we'll be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning. My country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, of thee I sing, land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrims' pride, from every mountainside let freedom ring. That huge crowd hung on every word that came out of his mouth. If only we could speak to him today. Dear Dr. King, when you spoke at the UUA's General Assembly in Hollywood, Florida in 1966, Wow, you never could have imagined what the world would look like 55 years later. We're poised on the brink of revolution. We're in another period of immense social change. Our nation is torn and struggling. Black people die in the streets, Dr. King. They die in the streets killed by police officers killed by other Black people, killed by white people, killed by vigilantes frightened by their Black skin. Black women are arrested for failing to signal. Black children die for playing with a toy gun in a public park. Traitors to the promise of our great nation stormed our capital a little over a year ago in an effort to undermine and destroy our democracy the time for revolution is on us dr king and this time this time we're not asleep at the wheel dr king you spoke from the depths of a christianity which called you to liberalism but it called you to more It called you beyond liberalism. It called you to liberation. And those words still call us today. You called us to go back to Mississippi and go back to Alabama, go back to South Carolina, go back to Georgia, go back to Louisiana, go back to the slums and ghettos of the northern cities. Knowing that somehow this situation can and will be changed let us not wallow in the valley of despair. I say to you today, my friends, so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It's a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That was your dream. That was your dream. And as Unitarian Universalists, we are called by a voice that will not let us discard the dream. A voice that speaks as loudly and as surely as a burning bush in the desert. We are called to liberation. There was a march in Washington in 2016 about a week before the presidential inauguration was led by activists of all colors, all wreathed in anger and pain at the incoming administration's remarks about Muslims and minority groups and women and Mexicans. 2,000 people gathered in the National Mall. They stood at your memorial, Dr. King. They were only a few miles from where the presidential inauguration would happen. And Cornell William Brooks, president and chief executive of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, he spoke to the marchers and he said at last, we will march until hell freezes over. And when it does, we will march on the ice. As long as one person remains a slave to a system built on racism, colonialism, and oppression, we are called to march. We'll march until hell freezes over and then we'll march on ice. We will march for liberation. We will march for equality. We will march for justice. And we will march for saving grace for every human being. Dear Dr. King, we've been trying for 55 years to learn the simple art of loving our neighbors as ourselves and respecting the worth of all human persons. And we still don't have it right, but we are not giving up the fight. We have only started and we are in it to win it because we know when 50 people are packed together at one end of a small boat, they'll fight and kill one another for breathing room. We've seen the struggle and the pain as people of color cried out over and over, and white people began to realize at last that their end of the boat is going to sink too. It's all one boat. It's all our boat. And we will keep trying because we cannot go back to sleep. We will keep trying because slavery for one is slavery for all. And we know we are not islands. We are called by the demands of our faith to work for freedom. Dear Dr. King, your dream is alive and well today in the hands of Black Lives Matter activists. It's alive in Unitarian Universalists across this country. It's alive in high school students who refuse to learn hate and in children who don't even understand how hate could be. It's alive in politicians and college students, in young people growing up in our cities. It's alive in each person, each hill and valley of the United States. It's alive in every one of us who says not make America great again, but instead, let us make America great for the first time together. The dream you saw is alive in each of us who answers the call of our faith and stands up for liberation. It's alive in each one who refuses to go back to sleep. It's past time to wake up and start fighting. It's time to fight for a world in which black people can dare to dream, not of being respected for acting just like white people, but of being respected while black. It's a time to fight for their right to be respected while wearing natural hairstyles, while clothing themselves in clothing they choose. It's a time for black and brown people to be free of racial profiling. It's a time to destroy the school to prison pipeline, to end slavery in the guise of private prisons. It's time for Iowa to stop incarcerating black people at a rate that is 7.5 times that of the incarceration rate for white people. Black people make up 4% of the Iowa population and 25% of the Iowa prison population. It's time to recognize that black lives don't matter also. They matter, period. Black doesn't need to be judged in terms of white black culture, and lives need to be recognized on their own merit. And we can win this fight together, starting here and now. You don't have to take on the world. Take on your own family. Take on your friends. Take on the shops where you shop and the places where you work. We have a dream a dream of true equality, a dream of choice, a dream of recognition of all people. Help to make it safe for black people to be black people, not imitation white people. Use your privilege, vote, make your voice heard, never shut up. Let the dream wake up and become the reality we know. We are entering a time when we are called to bravery and resilience and resistance and solidarity. We must stand beside our siblings in love and trust that together, only together, we will find our way home. Change is going to come only if we dare to demand it, if we keep walking and marching And I say to you now, as long as one person remains a slave to a system built on racism and colonialism and oppression, we are called to march. And we will march until hell freezes over. And then we will march on the ice. Amen.